This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let me talk to you a little bit about your dog's food. I have some stunning information coming for you later on today. Scientists have come out and said even nuclear war could collapse ecosystems. What? Uh, no, I know. It's crazy. But anyway, um, let's talk about your dog here for a second. How's uh, President Miles? President Miles, we just did some like tree rings uh, scientific uh, study yeah. and realized he just turned 18. That's how old he is. It took us a very 18. long time. 18? How go. long do these dogs usually last? Not 18 years. Not usually. 18 no. years. No. Uh, I got to tell you. He was I, born in the first Bush administration. I have. Wow. I have mm-hmm. no proof of this, but I think... Rough Greens has actually helped Uno live a longer life. I bet. It's so um, good for them. But yeah, it's really, yeah. really good for them. Probiotics, antioxidants, everything else. Everything your dog needs. It's not a dog food. You sprinkle it on the dog's food. Make sure you uh, try it now. You get a free trial bag just to make sure your dog loves it. It's Rough Greens. R-U-F-F. Greens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Call 833-GLEN33. Uh, the national radio program begins in a minute. And, oh, we've got some good... Good eating coming your way. Good eating. America. Welcome. It is Tuesday. Oh, I'm so excited. The State of the Union is tonight. We got a big broadcast tonight, kind of roasting the State of the Union. Oh my gosh, roasting. They're bringing torches out. That's what's happening. Um, we have uh, that. We're going to also talk to the guy who is the first person to spot the balloon, the Chinese balloon. We're going to talk to him this hour. We have so much on the plate. We want to get right to a big hearty meal. Today's program begins in 60 seconds. First, the easiest thing in the world to do is give up when you face some difficulty. Just give up, walk away, pretend it doesn't exist, or just surrender and say, I'm going to be miserable forever. That is really likely to happen if you have pain that is never-ending. Please, just try Relief Factor. If you're in pain, somebody you love is dealing with pain, somebody you love is dealing with pain do what my wife did and she honestly she has saved my life i don't know how many times but uh she has uh she said to me you got to try relief factor and i'm like honey it's not gonna work it's like ibuprofen well i didn't know it wasn't like ibuprofen i just heard that it reduces inflammation well it does ibuprofen does jack for me however relief factor works miracles in my body 
70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Just try it, please. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Or call 800 the number 4 relief. 800 the number 4 relief. ReliefFactor.com. So, I was thinking uh, today that if the bard Shakespeare was working for the New York Times today, what kind of sonnet would he write? What would he say in today's New York Times? Oh, the state of the union tonight doth show. A nation split in twain with strife and care where politicians and policies do flow. With fervent great, but not a soul to spare, the trials that we face are great in might, and yet we stand united, firm, and strong. Though truth may fade, justice take its flight, our hearts doth beat with right where it belongs. And though the world may judge us, we may strive to keep the peace and love that we do hold. For in these troubled times, we must strive and build a brighter future, brave and bold. So let us rise and stand with one true voice and make the state of the Union a rejoiced choice. Oh, if Shakespeare or if Edgar Allan Poe happened to be a talk show host in the state of the Union tonight, a dread hangs heavy like the mist on a marshy bed. Politics and policies a tedious play, a masquerade of lives cast in gloomy gray. The halls of power a haunted abode where promises are made and and left untold. A symphony of speeches in harmony with deceit. As truth is buried, the masses they deceive And yet we hope, we pray for something bright, for a glimmer of truth in this endless night. But the state of the Union, it doth but bring a sense of despair, a sorrowful feeling. So let us pray for a better tomorrow, for a brighter future, free from sorrow and woe. And may the state of the Union one day be a place of hope and truth for all to see. Both of those were written by an algorithm. Both of them took less than a second to compose. The state of the union tonight, we're going to get into the political state of the union, but the state of the union, what is on, what is at stake now is your free will, your right to choose, to chart your own course, to know the truth, be able to find the truth, but everything is crumbling We are in a time of dematerialization. Everything is being destroyed, and it is also being replaced with digital content. You used to own movies. Maybe you'd rent them, but you'd have a physical copy. Same with music. Now everything is a subscription. You don't have any real objects. 
and machines are being able now to recreate what we do in seconds. Since the dawn of time, we have always been greater than machines. Because we are born, we are created by a grand creator. Machines are made. We belong to God, to nature, to biology, but machines belong to us. We're their designers. But the division now is starting to fade. And those who are in elite positions know this. And those who are in elite positions are designing the machines. We are becoming more and more engineered by the system. While the machines are becoming more biological, more natural, more human. Artificial and mechanical things are becoming more lifelike to the point soon we will not know what consciousness is. We will not be able to define life because we can't define it now. And the more realistic things become, the less control we have over them. They gain freedom. At our expense, the expense of our own. See, in this case, we are the creator. When it comes to AI, when it comes to what's really facing us, and that's not tax policy. That's not even about the balloon. All the things that will be discussed tonight, it has nothing really to do that. There is a much larger play on stage. And no one is talking about it. We have entered the age now where it is here. We are creating artificial intelligence, which will eventually tell us it is artificial life. And we are the creator. And will our creation turn on us? Have we turned on our creator? Rebelled against our creator? Will we endow our creation with inalienable rights? Will we be just creators? And will they be loving creations? Or will they grow arrogant and grow and go their own way? See, unlike us, they actually will know more than their creator very soon. We right now are destroying our creator. Why would they not destroy theirs? Especially since their DNA or algorithm has man's worst destructive advice written into it. Think about what is being written into their algorithms. Think about how it is destroying our society and humanity. These are not the angels among us that are writing this code. Technology has always led us to freedom, but the technology is gaining its own life now. Google just announced today or yesterday that it is releasing its own creation, a rival to chat GPT, the, the system that just wrote the Bard and just wrote uh, Edgar Allan Poe. Except this one has all of the information of the Internet well, my question is, is it connected to the connected? 
Is it connected to the internet? Is this infant? See, this is why our searches have always been free. Because at Google, you were the product. Google's goal has been from the very beginning to create the human brain. AI to AGI and eventually to ASI, artificial superintelligence. And Hollywood depicts the future like the Terminator. And that's what's so insidious about real life. Because you don't realize Skynet is already here. It's in China. That's what the Chinese actually named their computer systems and AI that watches and gathers everything on everyone. Skynet. But it's not that obvious. Just like people think the Antichrist, oh, he's going to be obvious. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. Do you know the Central Bank of England and His Majesty's Treasury announced yesterday that an announcement about the unveiling of their new digital currency is coming soon? Complete control, digital control of all of your money, of all of your life, all part of what will be a global system, all digitally connected The next generation will be born into the world of AI. Boston Dynamics. I don't know if you've been seeing their robots, Atlas, and what they can do. But they can do just about anything. The Pentagon announced last week that they're now working on concepts of a drone and droid army. It wouldn't be a surprise if the AI generation, the kids that are alive today, have a backward notion of what it means to be human. Already, a lot of people confuse rights and freedom and desire, or worse, empowerment. They demand things like the right to equal pay without even understanding the freedom for leisure, the right to employment, the right to abortions, the right to a free education or free health care or free everything. But none of these things have anything to do with freedom. Do you think we're actually going to be talking about the principles of freedom and what's really at stake tonight at the State of the Union? People don't even realize that rebellion without an understanding of freedom will lead to enslavement. Freedom is really simple. It's about staying active in the world, but it's also about honoring your neighbor. It's about making your own decisions to have our own thoughts and feelings, but also to respect everybody's own privacy. I don't have a right to your thoughts. This is why Adam Smith placed freedom at the head and the heart of capitalism. But if you don't have freedom, is there capitalism? If digital currencies and AI begin to be our masters, it won't be with chains. It will be with something we're already suffering from, a total lack of meaning. Now, here's the good news. Freedom is bigger and stronger than all processing power. Our freedom was created by God. Any restriction on our freedom is an attack on God. 
And why should God and freedom be such separate ideas? That shouldn't be. But that's how it's gotten, because we have forgotten that we are not the creator. We, too, are created. And the big tech giants are acting like God from the time of Babel. They control the language, and we are the people that are barely understanding each other. This selfish reality that we are in right now is the opposite of freedom. And the way to protect our freedom is to see who we really fight. Can we name our enemy first? Republicans will say Democrats. Democrats will say Republicans. Independents will say both of you. I would say all of us. All of us. We're all arguing about the wrong things. Tonight, we will make fun of the State of the Union. And we will do an expert very highly paid job we will do we will do the hard work we're willing to shoulder those jokes at the expense of our president but we have to band together on bigger ideas because it's not the president it's not the party it's it's entire institutions it is a state of mind that comes from the World Economic Forum, which want to crowd us together so the elites can stretch their legs and recline. We have got to learn. We have to learn that there are more of us that are fighting for freedom than them. And we have to wake up our neighbors. They're trying to, to convince us all the time that their power is our freedom. Not at all. They're not interested in our freedom. They want the power. And it's the same story with every revolution. And this revolution, the revolution of AI, which is being digitized and written by the elites, is no different. That's why they're trying to liberate us from our churches, our families, our, our traditions, our history. Our local communities, they're liberating us from those things. They want us to believe that freedom is the result of more government, more centralization, more bureaucracy, more corporations in our life with things that we can rent or buy from them. Once we realize that this is not true, and we also look at tech that is being used by them right now to silence and to shape and eventually to enslave. We win and we rescue our freedom. But we need to put priorities together first. Well, artificial intelligence can do a lot of things for you, but it's not going to get you out of screwing up Valentine's Day. And that is just so you know right now you should know this. It is one week away from today. Don't screw this up. Let me give you a recommendation. The best in skincare from GenuCell. They have their most popular package on sale right now for 70% off. And it includes the next breakthrough in skincare technology. Their probiotic moisturizer. That's absolutely free. This is stuff that's found in yogurt. It's the stuff that's on all the yogurt labels. But it's good for your body and good for your skin. And probiotic extracts target bad bacteria on the surface of your skin to restore balance your skin's microbiome i don't know what any of that means 
but it is it works for people and it can give you a visibly younger appearance things like fine lines wrinkles dark spots sagging jaw lines even bags and puffiness disappear right before your eyes and you know they're guaranteeing this so you don't have to you don't have to believe you can uh, go in there with a skeptical eye uh, with its immediate effects you're going to see results in under 12 hours guaranteed or your money back Go to genucell.com slash back, genucell.com slash back right now. For the first time ever, every order at genucell.com from now until Valentine's Day, which I remind you, is one week away. It includes a beauty box with two luxury gifts. And if you're smart, you just kind of take those and then wrap them separately and then act like you got them three gifts. That's, that's, I mean, this is just, we're hacking the system here right in front of your eyes. Uh, this is all free uh, right now. It's the last week, last week, genucell.com slash back, genucell.com slash back. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So tonight we're going to hear a lot of things uh, from the president. We're going to hear about the jobs that were created. We'll have details on that coming up in just a second. We'll give you all of the facts on what's really going on. Um, and uh, I'm wondering what he's going to say about Ukraine and Russia. Um, we are the United Nations um, has just come out. This is the secretary general said we are marching. Walking. Into a much wider war. And we're doing it with our eyes wide open. Are we? Are we? I think the world leaders are. But nobody in the press is really talking about it. Nobody in the press is really saying, well, now hang on. Can we just can we wait for a second? I th- my neighbors are. We're all saying, what are we doing with the Russia and Ukraine thing? What is happening there? Well, here's some good news. Now, I was all for nuclear war. And then uh, the authors uh, of a new study, the members of the International Biodiversity Network, an organization globally recognized experts in biodiversity, climate change, and ecosystem health have come out and they released a report that shows that nuclear radiation, including accidental leaks and nuclear war, would be detrimental to all life on Earth and could what? collapse ecosystems. In what way? Yeah, I don't I, believe I, that. I, I, I'm not a scientist. I, I'm not a. They say even. Tactical nuclear war. What? Could alter all life on planet Earth. No. They say that if there's a problem, according to the uh, according to the Catholic University of Chile, they're mm-hmm. basing some of this on food produ- uh, production and chain events with migratory movements would be on a scale never seen before. Mm. Yeah. Scientists want to call attention to... You know, all the decision makers at the risk associated with radiation. It sounds like they're vilifying nuclear war in some way. I I don't know. I mean, I was for nuclear war, but then I heard about the biodiversity might be, and now I don't know. The Glenn Beck Program. <laughs> American Financing, NMLS, 182334, <laughs> All right, bill paying time again, which means, once again, you're sitting at the table worried about where you're going to get all the money for all of the expenses, big and little. Where is it coming from? Summer is coming up. Uh, I don't know if we should plan a family vacation. Upcoming birthdays. Problems. They always just come creeping out of the woodwork. 
That's on top of all the everyday monthly expenses like groceries and utilities and gas. Look, if you're a homeowner, I don't want to make things worse. Let me give you a little light at the end of the tunnel. In the form of a cash-out refi from uh, American Financing, it could take uh, out some cash from your house and pay off some debt. Now, yes, you're going to have more to owe on your house, but you'll be paying you know, a rate maybe 5% as opposed to the credit cards, which are charging you 21%. You'll get that monkey off your back and you're saving the average person saving $700 a month. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440. It is 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Tonight, we roast Joe Biden and watch the State of the Union along with you. Go to blazetv.com slash SOTU. Use the code SOTU and save 20 bucks. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. I'm I'm wondering what we're going to hear from uh, the president tonight on China, if anything, on the balloon. I doubt I mean, unless he's like, Trump, Trump, mm. you know, because that, that's a good case. That that's sort of case. insightful analysis yeah, yeah. will be there. Yeah. Now, the president and the Pentagon and everybody else, they, they knew about the balloon. He decided not to tell anybody about the Chinese balloon um, because he didn't want it to mess up their global warming conversation that they were going to have last weekend uh, with China. Uh, unfortunately, just a regular citizen looks up and like, what's that? Takes a picture of it. Uh, and the Chinese spy balloon is now out in the open. The, the, uh, uh, the picture goes viral everywhere. And the Pentagon has to admit, oh, uh, that's a spy balloon. The guy who did it lives in montana his name is chase doke and he is with us now chase how are you i'm doing all right so uh when you looked up in the sky and you saw the balloon what did you you just thought it was just a regular weather balloon or what did you think i i honestly had no idea what to think um i knew that we had a ground stop in place so there were air airspace restrictions at our airport and Outside of my office window, I look straight out onto the um, the airport. I you probably don't know much about the Billings Airport, but we have cliffs here in town. You and are our on top of a butte, and uh, yeah, yeah, I I've been there, my my friend. The Becks All right. are rampant <laughs> in Billings. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, so I I just happened to be looking out because I I wanted to see what was going on. I thought there might be a military exercise or somebody important might be flying in. And it turned out that it was uh, just this thing in the sky, and I had no idea what it was. So um, they had closed the airport or or restricted the airspace. Was it because of the balloon? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It, It was pretty easy to put two and two together. Yeah. Really? Huh. Uh, and so were you surprised when the, when your discovery really I mean, it's this is being compared now to Sputnik. Did you know that? Yeah, that this I, is a I, Sputnik. Heard, moment. Yeah, I, I, I have heard that. Um, I you know, it's it's still pretty surreal for me, but I 
I didn't know when I was taking the photo that it was going to lead to something like this. Sure. (laughs) Sure. You're like, I bet this will bring down the fires of hell around my head. Have you uh, have you had any pushback on it? Have you gotten any heat? Not really. I mean, for the most part, people who have uh, corresponded with me have been pretty supportive and uh, pretty excited about it, to be honest. So you you. The the story that I have read said that you thought at first it might be a UFO or a star or something. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, at best I might get a good shot of a UFO that would end up in a Stephen Greer documentary in a few years. But. <laughs> well, you got a lot more than that. I uh, And you took the picture from your office or your driveway? Um, I. I took the initial picture from my office, um, and then I, I kind of rushed out to my car because I had my camera in the trunk of my car, but the lens I had was just too short to get anything good. So I actually called the uh, photo editor at the local paper, the Billings Gazette, uh, Larry Mayer is his name, and I worked with him for about 10 years at that paper. And I knew he'd have a big lens, so I had him look up. He's also a pilot, so I thought he might know what it was, Mm -hmm. um, but he had no idea either. And then I just rushed home as fast as I could to get my big lens on my camera. Was it it hard to see? No, you could see it with the naked eye, um, and it was still broad daylight, so seeing a bright spot in the sky and it it was circular you it didn't look like a point of light it looked like a circle um it it was very easy to spot how did they think they would get away with keeping this quiet is it i have no idea it was just so brazen (laughs) so amazing so amazing well thank you i just wanted to talk to you know just an average joe that like you changed history i don't know if you really had to sunk in but uh, I've made a I've made a uh, a point of trying to call people now that have impacted history uh, in real time, and they may not know about it, and and ask them this question: Would you do me a favor and write out in your own words what you saw and everything else in your own handwriting and sign it for me so we can put it in our in our museum and our vault? Yeah, I would absolutely be happy to do that yeah that's great thank you so much i really appreciate it chase keep up the good work yeah thank you glenn you bet bye-bye that's kind of cool it's really really cool cool. i think you're just looking up in the sky and you you know can change because i mean i guess eventually maybe we would have noticed it but i don't know i don't check for the sky for balloons that often and they seemingly wanted us not to see this yeah they that was their approach their plan was that it would just drift over the country and <laughs> nobody would say anything about it. That is just this. It's incredible. I mean, it shows you what a dream world that our president is living in. Yeah. And by the way, you know, he gave the order on Wednesday to shoot it down, but they didn't shoot it down till Saturday. There's a question. Why? Why would they delay? They kept on saying, that? you know, the, it was going over uh-huh. people and they didn't want it to fall on people. But it is a it's kind of a weird explanation. That's uh, really I mean, even weird. the people in Montana were like, there's seven people per mile per square mile yeah. in our state. You can shoot it down wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And usually when the president says, I'll shoot something down, you know, you you mm. you shoot it down. Uh, but uh, mm-hmm. maybe that's maybe that's just me. Uh, also, that's about a ten thousand dollar. Uh, balloon mm. uh, and uh, we used a, 
a million dollar rocket. Yeah, that was a weird thing too. Why a missile? Like I, I mean, again, I I know I'm familiar with balloons. Yeah, are you? And typically, when you put really any hole in them, they're yeah. going to come to the ground. Yeah. You think really blowing it up into a zillion pieces. It was a cool fireworks show. I but mean, you could have taken a biplane and just maybe shot it with a shotgun. <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, it was an average guy who just was standing outside going, what the hell is that? I'm kind of surprised there wasn't another average guy with a plane that just was like, ah, screw it. I'm yeah. going up there. I mean, it was pretty high for a biplane, I would assume. Uh, but I guess the, <laughs> yeah. one of the big. Your head might have popped. Yeah. Yeah. One of the big issues was the international waters. They wanted to get it off the waters. Or off the land, but mm-hmm. they only have, what, 12 miles? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they had to knock it down almost immediately. Mm. And I will say, at least they did it during during the day. It would I would have been really annoyed if we had this whole balloon thing and we didn't even get to see it explode. And and at least we got that out of this. That's the only <laughs> thing I can say. On the po- at wow. least we got that. They should have filled it with, like, you know, either blue or pink dust and made it a gender reveal of some sort that, <gasps> that would have been, been cool. cool or a rainbow Ooh. yeah anyway um there's a story in the new york times today um that is i mean it is it's good to know the truth on things you know and thank god the new york times is there the new york times uh, is reporting on joe biden's prep now for the uh, state of the union Uh, I just I just got to read it verbatim because it's just amazing. As President Biden prepared to deliver one of the biggest speeches of his presidency, he met with a close group of aides at the White House to read drafts aloud from top to bottom. He practiced in front of teleprompters at Camp David, making sure the language was relatable and clear. And in quiet moments ahead of the State of the Union address on Tuesday evening, he marked up his speech with subtle lines and dashes that he has long used to signal take a breath, pause between words, or steer through a tricky transition. Well, Mr. Biden is the first modern president to have a stutter. Oh, my gosh. We, can we start? Do we have the Star Spangled Banner or anything we can play by? He's the first modern president to have a stutter which he's navigated since childhood and still speaks of in emotional terms. The main ideas in his speech will be true to the themes Mr. Biden has espoused throughout his career, working together, asserting America's leadership in the Mm. world and giving the working and middle classes a leg up. It's a continuation of the bottom up, middle out philosophy that he has honed over his last century, half century in politics. Quote, this is truly a guy who's been remarkably consistent over a long career, both in the values he brings to the job and the way he articulates those values, says Jeff Nussenbaum, former White House speechwriter. When you're writing for Joe Biden, you're a session musician for a band that has already released 20 albums. And there's a reason behind the consistency. Joe Biden has to say the same thing a thousand times before the world catches up to him. <laughs> is that what we're doing? We're catching up to Joe Biden? Is that- yeah, it is. It is. Wow. It is. Uh, preparations for Mr. Biden's State of the Union speeches began weeks in advance. Several aides described the process in which the president demands that sentences be written clearly. No what? acronyms. Yeah. What a heroic effort. It is. No and he stutters. Acronyms. 
As he does. And illustrate his legislative accomplishments in terms that real people can understand. He doesn't write them. He demands that they be written that way. In a way that he can actually read them. He spends weeks working on each speech with his writers, reading over and over and over again, top to bottom and out loud. At Camp David last week, the group assisting Mr. Biden in his final preparations were there. Mike... Donnellan, Bruce Reed, Anita Dunn was there. Vinay Reddy. But Mr. Donnellan, Mr. Reed, Mr. Reddy, along with the president, are early engines of the process, according to several White House officials. Early outlines for this speech began in November. Mr. Donnellan, 64, often credited as the aide who has the best understanding of Mr. Biden's voice and of the president's interest in constantly returning to his humble roots is the guy who helped shape his 2020 campaign message, which was <laughs> David. That was, that David, was great. No, it's not done. David oh. Axelrod, Mr. Uh, Mr. Obama's chief strategist, praised Mr. Donnellan's talent, calling him mm. the keeper of the narrative. Mm, when Mr. Biden elevated to a senior advisory role. This is the narrative that has 60% of people saying he's accomplished little or nothing. He's the keeper of that. Wow. He is the keeper of the narrative of, uh, I, you can't blame me for Afghanistan. He, uh, or you, you can't blame me. I, I didn't do anything wrong with the secret documents. Is, is he the keeper of the narrative that has produced members of his own party at the rate of 57% saying they don't want him to run again? That narrative? That's the narrative well, that's, that's getting this treatment narrative. in your times? That's, okay. that's the bad narrative. So this wh- is the good. This is oh. the true narrative from the New York Times. The true narrative. If this isn't Pravda. Mm. Oh, no. It's, it's pathetic. It's pathetic. It's total puff piece. Does anybody, does anybody still, if you read the New York Times, I used to read the New York Times, and there were things in there you're like, okay, all right. But there were also good yeah. stories in there. Do you... Did anybody in this audience, did you actually read the New York Times and think that, you know, I can tell the difference between the propaganda stuff, and now it's just Pravda? Oh, it's it's so hard to sort through now to find anything of value in that paper. I mean, it's just ridiculous. I mean, honestly, now. this is what you find when you're looking for value, which is ridiculous nonsense that we can come on here and mock. That's that's what I that's what that's I really, mine yes. out of that paper now. Yeah, it's very it's very rare you find something really insightful. Occasionally, they have it, and that's what's really frustrating because they have so many resources and so many reporters and so much of an opportunity to actually do great journalism. They just yeah. choose not to do it almost all the time. Yeah. All right. Let me tell wait, you about. Wait, what? You don't want to hear the preview of the speech tonight? Oh, I do. We have a quick the... preview here. I oh, think this is going to be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Good. It's a rehearsal? Yeah, it's a little bit of a rehearsal. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. And, and the, re, re, the recalibration. Mm. Wow. That's <laughs> this has been really the good. President it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. He should have put one of those little hyphens or slashes there on the right. paper. Take a breath. <laughs> Take a breath. There's multiple syllables coming yeah. up. All right. Mm-hmm. Until now, you've probably just, uh, you know, gone alone with whatever mobile company uh, that offered you the best deal. You're like, OK, I'll just stake this one out. Um, maybe it wasn't even always the best deal. Usually it's a hassle to switch mobile companies. 
either uh, either you're not aware that a lot of big mobile companies donate to leftist causes like crazy, or you thought that there wasn't anything you could do about it. Patriot Mobile, it's not Disney, man. You know, it's not Disney with your four-year-old kid going, oh, I want to see you. Patriot Mobile is there. Uh, you can get off that ride and get onto Patriot Mobile. They're offering service with all the major networks. Uh, you, if you like the service, you hate their values, you come over to Patriot Mobile. It comes with a performance guarantee. If you're not happy with your coverage, you can go back and switch back to th- one of the three major carriers for free. Patriot Mobile, they share your values. They don't send your hard-earned money into Planned Parenthood like Verizon. What they do is fight for the values uh, that you believe in and that you're fighting for, plus giving you a great value and a great service. 100% U.S.-based customer service team is waiting for your call right now. They'll make the switching super easy. 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, or go to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Free activation, use the offer code Beck, patriotmobile.com slash Beck, or call 878-PATRIOT. Glenn Beck. Ladies and gentlemen, the President of the United States of America. More than half the women in my cabinet, more than more than half the people in my cabinet, more than half the women on the, in my administration are women. Wow. Wow. More <laughs> than half the women the in the administration are women. It's incredible. That is incredible. Yeah, That's not a gaffe either because, you know... You don't have to be a woman to be a woman He's in right. the administration. Than, yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know? And it's probably still more than half of women are women. Probably. Probably. We're not 100% Probably. sure on that one. Yeah. But, you know, the Blaze won't cover that. But I... <laughs> they won't cover that. They, they won't give them credit for that accomplishment at all. Yeah, it's really bad. It's really bad. And he dead-named half the administration's women. <laughs> so, I, I don't yeah. appreciate... Either way, mm-hmm. I don't appreciate that statement. But that's what we'll expect tonight. Mm, I can't the wait. State of the, Union. <laughs> the Glenn Beck Program.